0: Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page, at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors, because they truly do make everything happen for our show, uh, for our business, and they help you guys out, including TennesseeTickets.com, whatever ticket you're looking for. Search the team you're looking to go see, search the venue, search the artist, the concert, the sporting event, everything. TennesseeTickets.com, you will save money because they have zero hidden fees unlike all those other websites, TennesseeTickets.com and promo code AZ10 saves you another $10 off your already savings. Again, TennesseeTickets.com Renters Warehouse. Head to their website, RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There are alternatives to selling your home when you move, renting your home out. Does a couple things for you. You create an extra cash flow for you and your family and you continue to build equity in the home that you already own. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go uh, for their services. They do all of the work for you, and Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout at Mandu, simulates five plus hours in the weight room with full body electronic muscle stimulation, the science guys, it's real, the science is real, you can achieve your fitness goals in 2020 with Mandu and the in-body analysis analysis, uh, machine there at Mandu, your first workout absolutely free, and we're giving away four uh, session workouts uh, on Friday, so pay attention to our social media feeds for that. Mandu.com, your first workout is uh, free. Jacob says Briley needs to get his act together. More people will go to soccer games than the races and flea markets combined. Well, it's not Briley. Briley isn't the issue here. It is new mayor Cooper that's one of that is the biggest issue with the lack of forward progress with the Nashville SC soccer stadiums over in the fairgrounds because uh, New Mayor Cooper has not signed off to begin demolition to allow for construction to start. So why we're talking about this today, Zach, is because that storyline, there is a threat from the MLS, Uh, Last week about the soccer stadium and then yesterday Malcolm Turner resigns if you want to call it resigns as Vanderbilt's athletic director.
1: Yeah I know and how terrible timing for Vanderbilt you know you're trying to when your athletic director resigns and there's some the I don't know some fogginess or some uh, something's up around that firing on the eve of National Signing Day which we all know in collegiate athletics you make your money. On football now, Vanderbilt has not really learned that over the last however many years. But that is the truth. You make the most money off of football. They have they have said and said a lot of things over the last year since he was been hired of how things are going to change. And really, the only thing that has remained the same is Vanderbilt continuing to lose. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's going to happen, but bad timing uh, this morning as they're trying to get big time recruits. It's the lifeblood of college football and college football is where you make your cash.
0: So I think these are two black eyes in Nashville sports and what otherwise is an extremely healthy sports market. I think with what, Scott Ramsey, the National Sports Council, Butch Spiridon uh, have been able to do over the last several years. Uh, the NFL Draft was here last spring. You've got all these events trying to get into Nashville. The Music City Bowl got a new title sponsor. So that's new money and longer money, future money coming in. I think with the Titans' health of where it's at and the growth from the playoff run that they just finished and everything that's positive about Nashville sports – and the business journal saying that Nashville was the best sports city in 2019 that's that's great well but, it, well
1: sports is a destination and Nashville's a destination city correct. so those things do align now we haven't had a chance to debate whether I think Nashville is the, the sports city of the year. Yeah, uh, well, would...
0: but it's because of the draft, really. Because of of what all went on with that and that being on the national scope. But the problem is, 2020, as we are 36 days now into 2020, you've got a couple bad things going on. You've got the MLS threatening, sending threats, basically, uh, with Nashville SC to Nashville's new mayor saying that we would have never granted Nashville an expansion MLS franchise without a signed and delivered stadium deal, which they had under the previous regime to build the new soccer stadium in the fairgrounds. And then you've got Vanderbilt that continues to be a dumpster fire when it comes to athletics and Malcolm Turner being forced to resign just over a year after he took the post as Vandy AD. He he fired basketball coach Bryce Drew. He hired basketball coach Jerry Stackhouse. Under Malcolm Turner's one year plus as Vandy A.D., the basketball team is 0-20 in SEC uh, league play, and the football team, not much better than that. They got a win over Missouri, Missouri last year. Baseball
1: didn't win a national Baseball championship. Baseball didn't win a national championship. You forgot, you look, you can't talk about your bets that ah, you won. So you you got to let me
0: finish. I was talking about the two biggest sports in the SEC. going to mention that. I, I was going to mention that. I was going to mention election. that Tim Corbin, like the, the crap, And the dumpster fire that Vanderbilt Athletics had been just shows you how damn good Tim Corbin is as his his job. Tim Corbin should be the athletic director. Yeah, but he's not going to do that because he doesn't want to spend the time for that. But, you know, is Malcolm Turner Vanderbilt's John Curry where it was just so bad and they had to strip it away, but I don't know who the Philip Fulmer is of Vanderbilt. I think Tim Corbin would kind of be the only name you could think about, but he's probably... Not gonna take the A D job while he's a national champion baseball coach trying no to defend an attire. The yeah. no Correct.
1: So and Dwayne says Zach Vanderbilt just went to the Texas Bowl two years ago with a winning record and beat no, Tennessee. Not a winning record. Derek Mason has never had a
0: winning season at Vanderbilt, and he just got a contract extension off of that Texas Bowl loss to Baylor. And then uh, he was awful. Like Vanderbilt's football team was terrible. Well, this past but
1: year. he brings up and and this should be noted, and you you should know Dwayne because you watch the show. Is you know Austin is a Tennessee guy. I actually. I I carry the torch for Vanderbilt on this show because God knows Austin's not going to do it. So, like, I I understand what you're saying, and I actually continuously bring up that Vanderbilt has tapped Tennessee's ass a couple of years, well, several years over the past seven. Now, I do think that things are trending in the opposite direction with Jeremy Pruitt riding, you know, that high going into uh, next season. But for Vanderbilt, the standard has never been set to say we care and we are going all in on our football program they did that with james franklin and then the vanderbilt rape trial happened and that kind of set everybody back to say look we are we're an education first school we are not a athletics first school so i i do to bring that up but what i'm curious is austin you titled this show nashville sports currently has two black eyes You've discussed the two black eyes. Yes, the
0: soccer stadium hold up and Vanderbilt's athletic department as a whole.
1: You claim that one will never heal. Yes. What is that?
0: It's Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's athletic department will never get it. They're just, they're never going to actually give a damn about athletics. And it's not. Well, now this is a bad
1: take. Well, so
0: okay. You think it's a bad take. Yes. I don't know why.
1: What do you think's going to change with Vanderbilt? Were you are because- saying never. You cannot say never. Like, think Donald Trump being president. There are some crazy things that have happened in our world. But you sure, cannot but, say never. But there's
0: a track record of Vanderbilt. TCU
1: going to the Rose Bowl with Andy Dalton a few years but back. But what did like, TCU... Don't say never.
0: But TCU like, renov- put like a millions in. millions... Do you know of- what TCU
1: was 20 years ago? You don't because well, like, I know
0: they had LaDainian Tomlinson about 18 years ago,
1: but uh, uh, 30 years ago. Right. Where, but you cannot say never that Vanderbilt will, will never come Don, Donald Vandy fan. Excuse me for throwing my pen on accident.
0: Donald Vandy fan says, it's not a bad take. It's not a bad take because the problem really was not Malcolm Turner. The problem was not David Williams and the problem will not be uh, Candace Lee who took over as interim uh, athletic director yesterday in a landmark move by having the first African-American female to be an SEC athletic director that was trying to cover up and spin it into a positive when it's a, really a dumpster fire happening in that athletic department. The problem is above the athletic director and the athletic department. Nick Zeppo's was an awful chancellor for, for athletics. You don't disagree with that, right? Yes. And Nick Zeppos is on his way out. He is retiring. And That's is- why you can't say never. Oh, but I can't. There's a changing of the guard. Oh, yeah, but you do, know who, do you know who the next guy is? Look, you don't know what he's going to do. Daniel Diermier, who is German, who is coming from the University of Chicago. Do you think the University of Chicago gives any Fs about athletics? No! Because they're like a Division Three program, so this guy—if you go to the University of Chicago, assumption—if you go to the—he's also German, so what does he know about football, like American football? And that's. That's a thing. Like there's gotta be There's uh,
1: no Germans that know anything about American football. Now you're he does Now you're you're overstepping I, I, down. I He's, don't think
0: I don't think so. Because then that's, yes, you are. Daniel Dilmay so might be a, might be a great <laughs> scholar, but why if, if Vanderbilt gave a damn about athletics, they would have gotten an athletics friendly chancellor to take over for Nick Zeppos. Because Nick Zeppos is the reason why Vanderbilt's in the situation in the first place. Because Malcolm Turner, from everything we heard yesterday was a horrible fit as Vanderbilt's athletic director. Yeah, maybe he was outside the box thought and he was trying to push the envelope in certain areas, but when you spend six figures renovating your office and you don't have good relationships and you, that's a bad fit, a bad hire. And he was spending money recklessly. Like they didn't know where these $17 million that he blew through went Austin outside of his office and firing Bryce. I I,
1: I would agree with you that Vanderbilt has a long way to go. I think everybody would agree with you that Vanderbilt has a long way to go to compete in and out for what conference championships, whatever you want to do. Right. But, They've got baseball set and, and I'll give an example of your alma mater, because I think that that is a great example that you haven't even taken into consideration. The never word is so like wrong. You cannot say never, never say never. There was a movie about that. What happened when Beverly Davenport was fired and John Curry was, was fired. A complete new regime came in to Tennessee. Where is Tennessee right now? Their women's th- basketball program is better, right? Their football program is trying to get better. Last year, their basketball team was, was number the, one in the country, right? Right. And baseball is what it is. It's better than, I don't know who that baseball coach said was awful for so many years. But they have Tony Vitello who's
0: actually doing decent. That did, was John Curry's only hire. Uh, uh, uh,
1: but there's a changing of the guard. And in companies, this happens quite a bit. And the univer- universities are companies. Now, you can say, and I, I I'm not sitting here saying that Vanderbilt will ever say 100% we are a sports-first school. They're just not going to do that. That's not where they make their money. And Donald
0: says the difference
1: is that Tennessee cares about athletics.
0: Vanderbilt never has. Exactly. And VU All Access says...
1: Never has, but it doesn't mean that they never will. They're not will. going to because no, the no, no. Is, they're born in truck. That's an assumption. That's an assumption. You cannot spit that as you could say, in my opinion, they are not going to. Everything's in my, opinion. my opinion because it's our show. No, no. We've gone over this. You have to be, you have to say that. In my opinion, Vanderbilt will never change at the top. There you go.
0: Whoever is the athletic director will always be smacking their head against the brick wall or the cement wall of that old decrepit stadium. Because they're never going to be able to get through. David Williams worked tirelessly to try to break through some barriers of that athletic department. And we never heard of any type of renovations or any type of forward-thinking plan about what the 10-year the plan was going to be for Vanderbilt Athletics, probably because David Williams could never actually have the support to go out there and lay something out like uh, that publicly.
1: Again, I have no ideas about the ins and outs, but David Williams had a, a long time to fix the athletic program, and he didn't. The late David Williams, who I think did great things, but – that was not a high priority for David Williams. His history showed that. Malcolm Turner, as you used, was a effing dumpster fire. And that is a black eye, but black eyes heal. That's the, that's the other thing of why I, you're wrong. I, I don't I don't. Black think, eyes do heal. Now, they may turn green and yellow. I've had multiple of them, right? And you've seen them live ball, on this show life, yeah. actually heal. And here's the other thing. I'll give you an example. You're saying they will never heal. I'll give you a scenario. Three big sports in college for, for, for Vanderbilt. The baseball team, let's say they're top 10 in the country. That's pretty regular, right? That's sure. not far-fetched.
0: Yeah, you can feel confident saying that.
1: I, I could completely imagine in five years, let's say Vanderbilt gets a good quality head coach, they build some program, they're a top 25 team. Maybe they're 24, maybe they're 23. Their basketball team, which historically has been in the top 10 before, has been in the top 15 before, that happens. Now your never heal is completely wrong because if you can get a football team in the top 25, a basketball team in the top 20 and a baseball team in the top 10, you have completely healed from the black eye that slugged your face yesterday in the form of Malcolm Turner's tenure. I just gave you an example of why you're wrong. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. In my, it's opinion, happened before. It, it,
0: yes, it has. And it took a lot of things to happen. A lot of those were flash in the pan. You
1: said it was, that it will never happen. I, I don't
0: think. I don't think Vanderbilt athletics will always be a disappointment in your for The city of Nashville, in my opinion, because. Yeah, the city of Nashville has so many things going for it. It's one of the hottest cities. There's more cranes in the sky uh, in Nashville than there ever has been building hotels, and they're bringing bigger and bigger events to the city. And there's no, like, staple college program in the city that the, the community really cares about. There's not. Like, And you can,
1: like... Belmont basketball is the best collegiate program that people care. Like Vandy baseball, Boss, to heal I, from this, uh, to heal from this, you don't have to be top five in the country. That's the point. Okay, but I, I so think the Vanderbilt. Ceiling, will, your ceiling, you, I think you're, you're regarding their be, ceiling as Tennessee ceiling, I, I'm not, I'm and not, that's wrong.
0: I, I'm not doing that. I, you I,
1: are, I, and, and because s- you say never heal. That's I,
0: incorrect. I just, because I feel like the I feel like the administration, the board of trustees, and the people above the chancellor, the people above the athletic department, will never care
1: enough. They to had use, those people in place before, and it happened. Nobody no, has. No. Nobody in Vanderbilt history not true. has ever gone all that's in on not, sports. That's not
0: That's right. But how so it's happened how before? how did it, how did it happen How did it happen? It's it's you had uh, Jay Cutler, a really damn good quarterback. James Franklin, maybe a top ten college football coach in the country for three years, and the correct scheduling. And then in basketball,
1: you had Kevin Stallings went on a really nice run with some really good players. Shane Foster. You can Matt find that. It's not like. You're not trying to replace Bear Bryant or Nick Saban. Come on, like you, you, again, your expectations are whack. Okay, bro. so V
0: O L X S says it can be done. It's not easy, and it's not inv- easy,
1: right? But never is a terrible word.
0: It's just not. Donald true. says the administration will continue to punch themselves in the eye, which continues that black eye to be to be
1: prevalent. And that's an assumption. That's Donald's opinion, and Donald who we know and watches this show, we know he's a Vander, Vandy fan. He is a scorned Vandy fan this morning. Why? Because his favorite teams and his university has completely done a terrible job at the hiring process over the last year. And Malcolm Turner, I'd love to play this audio that we have because it kind of dives in to how bad this thing got in just 365 days, which yeah. is ridiculous. But Chris Lee went on Midday 180 yesterday and kind of told how this thing got to this point this boiling point where and and Vanderbilt astute university they're not going to sit there and say we fired Malcolm Turnbull they they left to say look we mutually agree you well, haven't been doing a good job <laughs> but but they, that's not the report the report if Vanderbilt really wanted to be like and say yeah we canned his ass bye-bye See yeah because ya.
0: then vandy would have to have to pay his buyout for firing him which they do not do right, <laughs> like, right? they so, you because, know why remember they remember they waited no, because for, they're intelligent well they waited for kevin stallings to get hired by pitt before they could say oh because they're
1: intelligent well, look, look they're, you, you can, can all, say you can, the University of Tennessee is completely stupid spin, because can, they've been paying Butch Jones and Derek Dooley for the last 20 years, it feels okay, like. Yeah, well. I mean, come exaggeration on. Exaggeration there. But, but well, or you could say they're penny pinchers. You could say
0: they're penny pinchers. No, no, no. Or you no, can no. say they're intelligent. No, no, or you could that's say That's
1: Intelligence. That's not penny pitching.
0: All right, so let's play this audio here a little bit. Penny
1: pitching is refusing to do the buyout and holding it up Which in court what they for no, holding it up in court for years. That's penny pitching. Okay, it is intelligence. Sports. Let's and in here, no, no, no. Before we get to this, and before you leave the live read today, I do believe you have to disclose that you do not like Vanderbilt. I don't think that it has completely gone in on your opinion. But well, you, like because I don't like that doesn't matter in this discussion, exactly. Because the never word, I think that it I, does. No, because I
0: think it. I think Vanderbilt Athletics and every person they hire. But you don't to, give them the
1: benefit of the doubt at all. Every because per- of your rivalry.
0: I think you're you're putting that on this. I have the ability as a human being to be to uh, I think compartmentalize. You can. I know. Absolutely. Which, which I think I'm doing. I think every person that they hire to run the either the athletic department or or the football program or the men's basketball program is held back because of the chancellor and the board of trustees. I think that is what's holding Vanderbilt back. Not like they have so much to sell. Vanderbilt has so much, and they just to sell to, to recruits. And, you know what? and they're unable to do that because, because w- the people ab-
1: above, or maybe they don't have the right salesman. Because James Franklin proved you w- wrong.
0: Right, and then he had
1: to leave because he couldn't get things done. Uh, uh, of, of course, everybody's going to eventually have to leave. It's a well, he left school. He left because Nobody's he Nobody's going to stay there. Zach, James Franklin left Vanderbilt because he Because of the Vandy rape trial. That's and, why he left when he left. well, and, Know the facts. That, that, that's a part no,
0: of it, No, yes. that's
1: a massive part okay,
0: of it. Okay, yes, it's a big deal of that. But you know what also is a big deal? The fact that James Franklin couldn't get... Uh, 40,000 people to a football game, and he goes to Penn State and gets 80,000 at the first spring game.
1: Single-handedly built an indoor practice facility. I know that. He got and a that's lot done. That's, ph- that's phenomenal. So the right salesman can get you where right, you want to go. for a short period of time until he continues to fail that's at getting what a, he needs. Then that's the university. But now he failed to get what he needed <sighs> under the old regime. There's a new regime on the way in. And and I, you've said that yourself, right? Like, Tennessee's my, the
0: example. In my opinion, you're you're, is,
1: you're, I, you're killing
0: yourself. I, but. I, I, I think you're you're you're. i said all factual okay, inf- let's, information. Let's play the audio from Chris Lee about what happened with Malcolm Turner and what did this mean? How did this impact Derek Mason's job? as football coach, but first let me tell you guys about renterswarehouse.com. Go to their website, renterswarehouse.com, to find out how much your home can rent for because there are alternatives to selling your home when you move. Selling your house one-time transaction, it's over. That's gone, right? But renting your house out does more things. You can do, you can build, uh, create an extra cash flow for you and your family. You can also continue to build equity in the home that you already own and you're building equity in Nashville faster than you have in over the last decade.
1: renterswarehouse.com does all the work for you. So check them out, renterswarehouse.com. Com. AZ Sports sports were powered by Tennessee tickets.com talking about in, in this particular segment of the show about Malcolm Turner, the former Vanderbilt athletic director. Mike says, uh, get a quality coach who will stay. That could fix the problem. One thing is for sure. Vanderbilt did not have a quality athletic director. And the proof is in the pudding, as they say. And Chris Lee, look, this is pretty un- uh, amazing what Malcolm Turner did yes. in one year. So
0: I'll preface this: Chris Lee, VandySports.com, did a great job uh, yesterday on this story and continuing today. Uh, he was asked on the midday 180 by Jonathan Hutton if the free uh, the spending freeze that was placed on Malcolm Turner allowed Derek Mason to keep his job. Here is Chris Lee's response to that.
2: From what I was told. The spending got flagged as far back as April, and that got him off on a bad start. And look, six seven million went to getting rid of Bryce Drew's staff, uh, is what I believe. And that's happened. two uh, so that's two months in, of- right? Two months in is when they went with this. Well, maybe, maybe. The thing is, okay, that gets you off on one foot as it is, and maybe that was it. But when you keep spending money, I think something that didn't go over well. Allegedly, one of the first things he did was he spent six figures to renovate his office. (laughs) And that's a terrible look. The money keeps going uh, by some, I guess, by the end of the calendar year. They had gone through the $17 million, and the perception over there was nobody knew exactly where all of it went. I'm not saying there were reasons or there weren't places, but that that raises some red flags. So here's the background. You've got a guy that's already spent money. To get rid of one coaching staff. I firmly believe he wanted to get rid of Derek Mason. But when the spending started going down, I think that really damaged his credibility and, of course, the finances to be able to do it. I'm not saying they would have been able to get rid of Derek if that hadn't been the case, but common sense tells you you have to wonder because I think it's something that he wanted to do.
0: So that's the first time you've heard that article, that audio, I believe, from Chris Lee on the midday 180 what's your re- reaction to what you just heard there?
1: He's he's playing with house money. That that was my first thought. Who's playing? Who's playing? With Malcolm. House? Turner. Malcolm Turner. He came he came in and he started playing with house money. And then all of a sudden, the house money ran out. And then you got to do some uh, explaining. You got some explaining to do. And you know what? Malcolm Turner couldn't do it. Now it's justified to to fire Bryce Drew. The guy couldn't win an SEC game to save his life. And we met <laughs> Bryce Drew. He's a great dude, good guy thought he was turning the program around and then Darius Garland the best recruit ever recruited by Vanderbilt gets hurt early on in the season and his best player doesn't play and he cannot survive now he had some bad coaching decisions and all that stuff along the way and then Derek Mason he he kind of I I think Chris Lee put it in a factual way is he wanted to fire him because Derek Mason was not up to standard, but he couldn't because he had spent all the house money. For well, and year.
0: Donald says our administration is trash. Donald Vandy Fanny says, "How dare the AD try to spend the money to fix the program?" And I think the, the problem wasn't spending the money. Is from what I understand, it's where the money was going and not really letting people know where the money was going. Like you cannot spend six figures.
1: To renovate your office. Well, you got to think of it. I don't know how the structure of the G League, where he came from. He was the president of the G League. But how I would assume is it's money funneled down from the NBA. Correct. And the NBA, let's just say. Printed. I'll give you the best example. We got Titans fans watching. Everybody is up in arms. Austin didn't want to pay Derrick Henry $10 million a year. That's not by, true. I don't know how many months ago. That's not true. That is that true. Is, that I, is I, true. You, you said
0: I didn't want to spend Derrick Henry. Ten million dollars on Derrick Henry a year. I said, that's uh, however I many would. months ago was that's that? The, not... I said
1: I would spend ten million a year on him. Austin wouldn't spend ten point one million dollars. However many months ago on Derrick Henry, the NBA is paying Chandler Parsons twenty two million dollars this season. They're paying Andre Iguodala seventeen million dollars to not play. So it, uh, to, to get to the point, which is the NBA, their money is um, you're talking big money. Vanderbilt, who I think historically has shown you they are smart with their money, whether you want to call them penny pinchers like Austin did or you want to call them efficient, I, it doesn't matter. Malcolm Turner was not getting the results yet with the money he was spending. So so who, who do you blame more? Do you blame Malcolm Turner or do you blame the administration? As Donald just says, he's blaming the administration. Well, I blame Malcolm Turner because it sounds like there was a lack of communication. Yeah. And communication is key. You can't just go on your merry way. Look, Austin, you give me $17 million. A to Z sports is a world business making a ton of money, <laughs> a lot more than $17 million. Yeah. But I'm also going to tell my investors what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to have a business plan. And when you stray from your business plan, you have to inform the, hires up, the higher ups that give you that money what you're going to do. And it sounds like Malcolm Turner didn't do that. And relationships. He did not, from more of Chris Lee's reporting, the relationships were not
0: there with Malcolm Turner and the rest of the administration um, And it, because there were two events on Saturday that Malcolm Turner was expected to be at. The, the athletic director, you expect the athletic director to be at a uh, SEC champion basketball team reunion. You expect them to be there for that. You expect the athletic director to be at a uh, baseball banquet after the team just won a national championship the year before. Malcolm Turner was at neither of those big events Saturday. Instead, Malcolm Turner flew down to Miami on Thursday for the Super Bowl. Like, I get it, Malcolm Turner, you would want to go to the Super Bowl, but your job is the athletic director? And so in my opinion, I have to blame both. Because the administration, I never believe in. uh, And the Board of Trustees and the Chancellor at Vanderbilt, I will always question their commitment to athletics. But then Malcolm Turner was not doing himself a due diligence. I honestly feel like he was was trying to find a reason to to have to resign. I, I, I because uh, no, well, wasn't. because you, well, Chris you, Lee also reported that he was talking around and trying to get a job with FIBA to get back into basketball. And so, uh, it's why an athletic director would just skip town on two big events in your athletic department before the Super Bowl and and to prioritize well, he going
1: the, he knew the end was imminent.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like is that he's gonna use this as the final straw. And that's if Chris Lee's reporting was that kind of felt like the final straw that ramped up. But that didn't get decision. him fired.
1: That wasn't a force of getting him fired. What got him fired was his mismanagement of the funding to manage right. the athletic And then department. skipping
0: out, prioritizing the Super
1: Bowl over two that, big that, events that could have matter. been the final straw. That, that, maybe it's the final straw. That's what it, I'm
0: saying, Zach. I'm not saying it's what singularly got him fired, but it was the last thing. That doesn't thing.
1: matter in the scheme of things because he was going to get fired then or if he went, or he was going to get fired next week if he did. like It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is Malcolm Turner was obviously, I think we could all say, was not the right guy for the job. They went out and they reached, right? This was a... This Outside was a very the box, unique, like, wow, interesting. But we all thought that it would be good. I, I kind of was, yeah. I, uh, I you, thought, know, you liked it. I, I did this like show it. I liked
0: happened. Malcolm Turner's hire and I liked Jerry Stackhouse's hire. And... and One guy's gone. The other guy is 0-8 in league play. Now, his best player also out with Neesmith out with an injury too. So, not quite the player that Garland was, but that's not helping anything. So, let's transition to this question, Zach. Because I put a poll out there on on A to Z Sports Twitter yesterday, and I'll read those results here shortly. But which coach, which person do you think will be the first to go at Vanderbilt? Who do you think will be... Leaving, whether they're fired or something else, who is the first coach to go at Vanderbilt? Is it Derek Mason, the football coach, or is it Jerry Stackhouse, the basketball coach? Zach, what do you think?
1: I think the first is, to go. I think this is easy. I, don't, I actually, I'm curious. I don't know what the poll is, but it should be a landslide. Derek Mason is probably the first to go. It's not because Jerry Stackhouse was just hired, as you referenced. His best player is out. It takes time to build and recruit. Derek Mason has had that chance. Plus, Derek Mason has a harder battle, and he has set somewhat of a standard of making a bowl game. And if you don't do that, Derek Mason is gone. It is like, what's the poll say? This is a landslide? What the we- poll
0: is uh, that sixty six percent of people think Derek Mason will be the first to go, and that Jerry Stackhouse will stay longer than Derek Mason. Yeah. That's the poll.
1: Yeah, and, and so that that's the right answer. but
0: you don't think Jerry Stackhouse is looking to get back into the NBA or something somewhere else because his guy is gone?
1: Well like, first to go are you are you talking about first to go as in fired or first to go to leave
0: whos who's not going to be at Vanderbilt sooner? I think Jerry Stackhouse will try his best to get it, to get to leave Vanderbilt after this season I think Jer- I think Derek Mason Derek Mason will obviously be at Vanderbilt. For the football season. For at least portion of the football season. I doubt he gets fired mid-season. So, Derek Mason's got at least the calendar 2020 year. I don't even think Jerry Stackhouse can make it to Memorial Day. I think Jerry Stackhouse is trying to get some type of job in the NBA by the time non-playoff teams are sitting at home. I think Jerry Stackhouse is looking for his first opportunity out of Vanderbilt because his guy that he hired, really the only relationship that Jerry Stackhouse had at Vanderbilt was with Malcolm Turner. Well, that's
1: not true. Because if you read that he actually had a relationship more so with the new AD than Malcolm Turner. Before Malcolm Turner? No, Malcolm. He says, I talked to the new AD that was just hired more than I talked to Malcolm Turner.
0: Okay, but the reason well, don't why say, I mean the reason why he got the job at Vanderbilt is because of Malcolm well, Turner.
1: It, it's he hired him. Yes. Yes. But after you get hired, it doesn't mean that your relationship and Jerry Steckhouse came out and said that. I didn't know if you knew that, but Jerry I said the new athletic director that was just hired that Candace replaced Lee. that replaced Malcolm Turner that he talked to her more than he talked to Malcolm Turner. That doesn't mean that he's not going to try it out. But it, it, it disproves what you just okay. said. Okay. All right. Well, the, his only so pr- it does matter. The only
0: relationship he had with Vanderbilt people was Malcolm Turner before he got the job. Obviously, he's been on but the job. But that doesn't matter. He's been on the job for a few for nine months or whatever. Right. He's built some relationships. It's relationship. what you do
1: after you get but, the job, Jerry's, not
0: before. Jerry Stackhouse also doesn't like leaving campus to go. Rec- he doesn't leave campus to go recruiting. I, I feel like Jerry Stackhouse would rather be in the NBA. And coaching professional basketball than college basketball. I I can't
1: sit here. I know we've talked and met with Derek Mason. Uh, I've had conversations with him, been to his press conference. I know more about Derek Mason, and I'll fully, again, his honesty, than I know about Jerry Stackhouse. Jerry Stackhouse, the things that I do know is he's struggling SEC play. He got upset because his fans booed him for a bad performance. Against Tennessee.
0: Well, and for not hitting a three-pointer for the first well, time in over 1,000 games and, and not taking
1: that seriously. Losing games. I, right. And that Jerry Stackhouse, this is his first job. This is his first job of coaching collegiate, big-time collegiate basketball, just like it was Malcolm Turner's first job of athletic directing big-time college basketball or sports in that realm. He's at SEC school. This is a big job. So uh, I don't know how Jerry Stackhouse feels I do know when you're not getting the results that you want, life is not happy, right? Yeah, but it doesn't mean that you're gonna quit. That's why I can't sit here and just say, "Hey, Jerry Stackhouse doesn't like this job; he's gonna leave." If I, I don't know, if
0: I could place a bet on it, I don't know many sports books that are taking bets on Vanderbilt uh, coaches Derek Mason and Jerry Stackhouse, but I would bet that Mason outlasts Stackhouse at Vanderbilt.
1: And uh, Parker brings up Vandy Sports has so many problems. At this point and this point in time, you're absolutely right. But you know what, Parker? I said the same damn thing about Tennessee athletics about a year and a half ago, two years ago. I said, this is a dumpster fire. The University of Tennessee is a complete joke. They have everything set up in their favor, and they can't get a coach to come coach a prestigious football program. So, Parker, you're absolutely right. But as I bring to the table, because I have no, nothing to do with either of them is you can be in that situation. And what I would say now to, to the university of Tennessee is you're starting to get things aligned. They're starting to trend up. So that's why I disagreed with the title, because I think you can, you can figure things out with the, with different people in place. History proves that. The United States of America, right? There's been a lot of presidents. There have been good presidents and bad presidents. When other people are in power with different viewpoints, you can fix problems. And I think Vanderbilt I, can be fixed. Will it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, but that, it no, can. Oh, be. it can be. But well, no, I don't you think said it, it can't. That's that's I, I my said, issue. I said it
0: will never be fixed. Not it can't. It, Vanderbilt could be, could be something way more than what it is. It could be that, but it will not
1: because of what I said earlier in the show. Because the Board you of Trustees— You that you're never—like, in our lifetime. That's just in our lifetime. This is for the history of the world. Yeah, because they don't care
0: about athletics. This is— The Board of Trustees will not care about athletics, and the Chancellor will not care about athletics. Because they don't. Because they're putting hundreds of millions in of dollars. Twenty-one
1: fifty-eight. You don't. I think. don't
0: think. No, I don't. I That's because why it's the wrong time. I, I don't think that Vandy is ever going to care about athletics like any other team in the SEC does. They're just not going to. The, the, and but, therefore, they're always going to be a
1: disappointment but the in national. Sports. Their black eye does not mean making the college football. I'm playoff. not say Have I said that? Have I said that? But, no, I have not. But, Healing their black eye is top 25 teams in their main three sports. It's attainable. It's been done before.
0: Briefly. And then the reason why that coach left, James Frankel left because, yes, the rape case was a big-time player in that. I don't want to discredit that. But he also left because he could not get things accomplished that all of his other colleagues were. And you know what?
1: Coaches will continue to do that. But if a coach gets them to a top 25 team, and a basketball coach gets them to a top 25 team, and Kim, Tim Corbett's still there, they've healed. So that's why never is the wrong choice of word. That's what I'll
0: say. All think. right, A to Z sports, I just don't think it's going to happen because when you hire your chancellor, Nick Zeppos, is on his way out, you have the opportunity to hire a chancellor that can do both academic things and athletic things, and they're going to hire a guy from the University of Chicago that doesn't even have an athletics tab on their main website. I had to go to their A through Z uh, directory to find the athletics tab to the University of Chicago website. Like, You're you're getting a guy that does not have any care for athletics.
1: You're comparing apples and oranges, and you're assuming that.
0: I just don't feel confident that the new chancellor will care about athletics that's more than the previous say. chancellor. That's
1: fair to say. That's what I'm steadfast But my the point. University of Chicago is not in the Southeastern Conference. Right, they're Division 3. They also don't have the ability their to make stadium, money. They don't have the make mo- ability to make money based on their conference's success their, like the SEC does.
0: Their football stadium Correct or incorrect? Uh that's factually correct. Yes. The University of Chicago's football so now stadium I'm giving you a seats toy. under 2,000 people, which is I, basically I'm, how many people Vandy had at the ETS But game. Austin,
1: right? I'm giving you a toy that makes money one way, and then I'm giving you a completely different toy that makes money in a completely different way. Wouldn't you pay attention... To something that is going to yield you revenue, to improve your school, I would, which is in the direct, I job would district. because I care about
0: athletics. But you're assuming but you know what, that this but you know guy what Vanderbilt also has. You're assuming like that this person those, will
1: not. Uh, yes, because you don't he's know not, him from Adam. You've I, never I seen him. You don't, don't know him. Like I just, I just don't think he's going to care more about athletics take. than Nick Zeppos did. It's, it's assuming if Nick
0: Zeppos didn't care about sports, who was actually here when they had really bright moments, then why is uh, Daniel the going to care? It's two different
1: people. You and I think completely differently, right? If I was hired to do something, I'm going to do it completely different than you are. That's the point. You are like you—you you have made so many blanket statements today. It is ridiculous. And, and
0: Dwayne says, "Austin, you apply for the Vandy Chancellor job. They already gave that job to somebody, and I don't want it." And so, but Vanderbilt is spending. So much money on that campus. I feel like every other month I hear that Vanderbilt just bought a new property uh, near campus and they're going to bulldoze what was ever there before to build an academic building on top of it. Vanderbilt. Meanwhile, the one
1: athletic building, the McGowan Center, has been the same minus a few stickers on the wall for the last 20 years. Okay, and that is what that is. But it doesn't mean that it can't change. And that's my issue with you today. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't a change is going to come. I have zero confidence. Start listening to a little Sam Cooke.
0: Uh, yeah, and uh, people have mentioned that uh, UT just signed uh, D Beckwith. That will transition us uh, to our next topic of National Signing Day. I overall am disappointed with this National Signing Day because we don't have National Signing Day like we used to have National Signing Day. But we're going to play a game. We're going to see how many teams do we think, you guys included, the SEC will have— in the top 10 recruiting classes, uh, Tennessee just added one. Tennessee was fringed just outside the top 10 classes. They just added D-Beck with a four-star athlete, which is a nice get for Tennessee. How many SEC schools will be in the top 10 in recruiting classes? We have the results from the previous five years. We'll get to those here in a shortly, but first, Zach's going to tell you guys where to get tickets. Yes,
1: TennesseeTickets.com. If you're a Tennessee fan, if you're a Vanderbilt fan, if you wanted, if you want to go see Vanderbilt play... And and prove Austin's never word wrong, you can go. Because Tennessee Ticket's going to hook you up with tickets. Promo code AZ10. That's promo code AZ10, $10 at checkout. They have no hidden fees. The other guys, like Ticketmaster and all that other... Eh. Don't go there because you're going to get feed out the wazoo. Tennessee Tickets, we're actually meeting with the owners today. Got some really cool things on the horizon the next several months. That's TennesseeTickets.com.
0: All right, A to Z Sports. D. Beckwith just signs with Tennessee. That's a good get for for Tennessee and Jeremy Pruitt. How many SEC teams do you think will finish in the top 10 in the recruiting rankings? Because – 2019 and Zach and I have not looked at the rankings this morning. I haven't looked at them probably since uh, December. But 2019, five SEC teams were in the top ten. 2018, a weird year, only two teams in the top ten. 2017 had four, 2016 had five, and 2015 had five
1: SEC teams in the top ten. I I, I gotta call you out on this okay. because and and Jeff and Alex and look, this is a this is a people show. All right is that we don't do this because of us. And I think Austin you got a little trigger happy because you found out the news of your team getting a big time star but we completely didn't even talk about the stadium of the MLS. And we got people and Well, that's a problem.
0: Well, you asked you asked me why will it never heal and so I answered that which led us down this discussion of the of the Vanderbilt black guy that will never heal. So well, I, I, that's, that's just, fine, but that's uh, just how
1: the flow of the show went. Well, I mean, it's not like. But I do think that the the, the show is two black eyes. We spent some time on Vanderbilt. Look, we don't have to sp- sit okay. here and spend sixty. That's minutes.
0: just the, that's just the flow of the show. It wasn't like purpose. You asked me a question, I answered it, well, and then look, our discussion. Pay carried. off the
1: graphic though. Okay.
0: So that's uh, uh, not my fault. So <laughs> like it's not. It's just how it happens. So it's,
1: look, let, let, I wasn't let's, purposely let's, ignoring. Let's shortly that. and quickly talk about this because I do think that is important to Nashville. Is the stadium troubles in the MLS? We talked about this at the very beginning of the show. And what is going down is there's kind of a power struggle between the MLS and the mayor's office in Nashville. And they're not getting anything done. And so they have until tomorrow to get a plan in place and what Nashville SC, the new MLS ownership group has done. They've stepped up. They've said, we are going to put $19 million because it's over budget just like every stadium is right. That can't be a surprise, but they have not even started the construction of this stadium. And That's an issue with the MLS. How do you think this thing plays out between the MLS kind of threatening, throwing some threats towards the city of Nashville saying, we would have never given you an MLS team if we knew that you were going to stall out on this stadium build. What do you think is going to happen?
0: Uh, I think eventually it will get done because there is a deal in place already. Now, mayor Cooper, he will have to sign those papers to start the demolition at some, pro- at some point. Now, uh, in the Ingrams have stepped up to give more money, like you just mentioned. I think the MLS, because they put the date of February 6th, which is tomorrow, <clears throat> where there has to be a revised plan to move forward for actual progress. I just think at some point it's going to happen. Now, what really sucks is the deal was that Nashville SC was supposed to be in that stadium by the beginning of their 2022 season. Will that happen now? It looks like it's going to be pushed back further and further, which means they'll probably play more than two years at Nissan Stadium uh, where the Titans play in the spring and the summer. So I I feel like it's going to get done. It's just going to take longer and take more money than originally planned because of a lot of different things. And every project in Nashville goes over budget right now with what's happening with the city.
1: And I also think that... Look, I, I think that the mayor, I, I think that John Cooper, I think he treated this like we treated this show, and I, and look, I'll, I'll put, I think he doesn't know what the MLS is going to do in Nashville, so he's not paying attention to it. I think that's how he feels. Well, he
0: and he also talks about how there are so many other problems and and right? budgetary issues with the city. Megan Berry spent a lot of money. She spent a lot of she's money. like
1: Malcolm <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, right. She just blew through all that money. Right. Uh, but, uh, she's too busy, uh, sleeping around in graveyards, well, yeah. which is ridiculous. Okay.
0: Anyway, but, uh, she spent a lot of money and now Cooper has to make sure that, that fiscally Nashville can move forward the correct way. And he wants to make sure that national taxpayers aren't going to have to be spending a, a ton more money in taxes. And so, Ingram stepping up with 19, 20 million dollars more. That helps a little bit. And Cooper put out a statement saying he was pleased with that. But again, he's got to start go. Like this, you inherited this. You've got to continue to move forward because it's your job. Like you wanted the mayoral office. You got it. Now you got to move There's forward hesitancy. with what's on your desk. There's yes.
1: definitely hesitancy. And I think it's just because he doesn't know. If in fact, and look, this is a massive if, and I don't necessarily believe the percentages are high of this happening, but what if Nashville's team comes in and has the impact that the Atlanta professional soccer team has, right? And they are everybody is just enthralled, and they're selling out Nissan Stadium. They got more fans in Nissan Stadium than in a Titan Sunday. Like, what if that happened? And you talk about money towards a city? then John Cooper, the mayor of Nashville, is probably going to be sitting back and be like, man, I should have actually gone yeah, and, and, forward and with Jacob's
0: this. And Jacob's right. He says, uh, Jacob, uh, Jacob says uh, that Nashville has a huge African, Latino, and Curtis population here. MLS will
1: instantly be successful. I I agree with I that. Think it's, I think it is set up for success. Now, nobody knows until the gates open. Nobody knows. But I do think the reason why Nashville has the MLS is not just because they're going to build a stadium. I think that... It has been experimented over the last several years of the national soccer teams coming in, European soccer teams coming to play, and those showouts, those turnouts have been good. And then they had Nashville SC that's been playing over the last several years in the minor leagues. It's been built up to this point. So you could tell that the MLS was just making a threat, right? Because they yeah, wanted they something wanted to done. Yes. But we will see tomorrow, because that's the deadline, to see that it'll work. All right. I am intrigued. I, I, I am. I, we, look, we've been working behind the scenes to get our ducks in a line to say, how can we give some more coverage to this MLS team? Because we don't know how it's going to work. We feel like it could be successful, but I don't know. Maybe it's, I, I don't know. Maybe it's, it needs to be about the sport. And this is what I compare it. I think the Nashville sounds is a success because it's about the experience. It would be a major success if it was actually about the sport. It's like, oh
0: man, the if sounds. The, the
1: results don't The sounds matter. are 17 <clears throat> and 4. They're it's like red hot. That guitar
0: scoreboard, the number at the very last column of that guitar scoreboard never matters. Doesn't matter. It only matters individual output is what those AAA players are going for. They don't care about teams' wins and losses. They care about their batting average, their RBI number, to get their to the efficiency, so they get the call.
1: But up. now everybody's gotten the call up because this this is, is the
0: MLS. This is the
1: top dog. Yeah. So
0: and you want to oh, well, we'll see about that well, because you can get it's not the top in for the soccer players. Uh, for, for the play. The players can continue. To get bigger deals overseas. And so... That's fair. They will be... I think it'll have... Individual performance will still be uh, placed over team success, in my opinion. Quick
1: trivia that I am going to figure out because I have the computer and you're not going to look it up, is (laughs) when was the MLS created? A year? Yes.
0: I want to say...
1: I want to say it's older than what. This is pretty interesting. I didn't know this. I now, this is. am I'm, I'm trying to. I, I've got some ideas about this show of how to involve some trivia into the year. So look, we'll take your comments right now because I haven't said the. the I, correct I, don't from Google, I don't know right, why. I don't know why
0: i I feel this, but I'm. I'm gonna say 1997.
1: 1997 is the guess from Austin. We'll just check and see if we've got any uh, guesses. We're on a slight delay, but not not that big. Uh, 1997 is incorrect. It was actually surprisingly earlier than that. And it was just... Chad says 91-92. That is also incorrect. Uh, Jacob says 1990. That is also incorrect. Is it earlier than that? I'm not going to say if we got people keep on guessing. (laughs) It was December 17th, though... 2002 is also incorrect.
0: Dwayne says 95. That not, is also Donald incorrect. Donald says
1: 94. We're, all right, 93. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> we were jumping. December seventeenth, nineteen 1993, the inception of Major League Soccer in the United States. I didn't know that. I, it was a lot longer okay, than that. Uh, okay, Jeff Rubel
0: watches the show all the time, right? He's a big Ohio State fan. He says, before I was born in 1994 shocker to me that Jeff Rubel was born in 1994. I thought Jeff Rubel was like a guy in his 40s. I don't know what you thought, but I did not expect
1: Jeff Rubel to be like a 25-year-old guy. Well, that's the best part (laughs) about this show. I thought Jeff Rubel was like 45. Well, that's the best part about this show is is we interact with people all the time, right? It's great. Yeah. And we... Sometimes we meet them, right? And we meet them at uh, the mainstay when we do our live broadcast. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get flagged down at a bar or at a random place, and but that, yeah, yeah, you and we don't go to your profile. The only time I ever go to Facebook profiles is if you tick me off and I'm trying to call you out. <laughs> and i look, Jeff and I have gotten, I think both of us, have gotten back because I hate Ohio State, big Ohio. You don't State hate though. Jeff though. I don't like. I know. I, I don't like Ohio State. I like Jeff. I have no problem with Jeff. Jeff interacts, he gives his opinion, and I value somebody that stands up for their opinion. I was
0: very surprised that Jeff Rubel is only 25 years old. Yeah, so y- you never you know. Uh, Orlando's was born in 1995, man. I
1: didn't realize it was Orlando was that well, You year. got a great demographic. I guess so. All, All right, right it, so we we've we've talked about the MLS. I yes. just couldn't skip over that. That's yeah.
0: fine. That's fine. But again, you also have to understand that you did play a part in the role of it being skipped over. How? Was it because you, you prompted me to
1: answer a question well, on We're talking what, about college football. Like, let's face it. Like, we, I didn't prompt you to move on to the next topic. We were talking was about college football. We were going to be talking about college football probably well, prior to the Well, I did, I m- did m- that LA.
0: because of the time of the show. We were 45 minutes into the show at that point. Nip typically, we go and, an hour. And, you
1: know, we, and, we're playing with house money. We're like Malcolm Turner today. Yeah. We could go... You know what? We could go till 10 a.m. This could be a two-hour-long podcast. We We have no bosses. We have no superiors, right? Yeah. That's the best part about this show. We do whatever the hell we want. If we want to continue the show, if we want to go back, and we did this today, now we can move forward. And look, I'm ready for my shade. My shade is an all-time shade. All right, it's a psychopath. We'll get to shade here in Zach's psychopathic. Is it your psychopathic? Tendencies? I didn't do no. Somebody was a psychopath on this earth. And he needs to be thrown shade. <laughs>
0: All right, sounds great. So we'll get to shade later on, uh, but first let's go through. National Signing Day is today. It isn't what it used to be a few years ago when it was the one of the biggest days, the biggest day in the college football offseason. season. Uh, a little bit diminished because of the early signing period. But we mentioned the numbers of SEC schools getting the top ten classes over the last five years: five in 2019, two and only two in 2018 four in 2017, and then five in each 2016 and 2015. So we're going to guess how many SEC schools will finish with top 10 recruiting classes. Neither Zach or I have looked at any recruiting rankings this morning. So, Zach.
1: And we'll officially find out what tomorrow, right? Uh,
0: yeah, because you'll have to wait for things to be updated, and they update as they go. So tomorrow morning, tomorrow- you'll,
1: you'll have a number, I'll have a number, everybody else will have a number. And we'll find out the final decision of how many SEC te- teams are in the top 10. So
0: I, I think there are three automatic got teams in the top 10. I think it's Alabama, Georgia, LSU. Those three, they're top five no matter what. Pretty consistent. Then I have three schools who I think, if they have good days, could sneak in. So I'm going to hedge my bets and say I think five will be the number and I think it'll be two of these three, Florida, Texas A&M, Auburn. Those, I think two of those three will join Alabama, Georgia, and LSU.
1: Here's, here's something that is working completely against me. And as you know, I don't care about recruiting. I could never, ever be a college football head coach. I couldn't. Because I couldn't, I couldn't go into to houses full of snot nosed eighteen year old kids that are obsessed with followers and say, "Hey, come well, ride you, and you die would just, with me." You would just recruit different no. guys. Uh, no, I, I'm just I don't have the patience for that crap. And I, so I don't care about recruiting. They are what they are. I'll I'll watch you in the fall. Okay. <clears throat> So I don't have, and I say that because I have no recollection of like how things like you—you've been a recruiting guy for trends, a trends, like you don't—you're not up to date with the current no I ranking trends. We've given you've given like five, two, four, five, five. That's the last five years of SEC. I'll go four to not be the same as you. Okay, I'll say four, and I'll say Auburn and Texas A and M. Those will be well. No, I guess I only get, get one. Yeah, you so get one. I'll say, I will say Auburn.
0: I think a and has
1: got the better chance to get in. Okay, so maybe you know. A All right, more so
0: let's them. let's look at what they are right now since we've given our, our guesses. I think it's more likely that six get in the top 10 than four get See, in the top 10. See, I went 10. below
1: instead of above.
0: <clears throat> right, so number one, Georgia. Number two, Alabama. LSU is at four. A&M is at six. Auburn is at seven. Shoot. Florida is at eight.
1: And so... It's whether those are going to be out. It's it's
0: will Texas, so Oklahoma, Michigan, yeah. So Tennessee's currently at 14th. They ain't That's the next. There. They're not jumping Oklahoma. too many enough teams. Um, so yeah, looks like six, six in the top eight, which is nuts because Clemson and Ohio State are the only two non-SEC teams in the top eight. Clemson's three and Ohio State five. So I have my six teams right. I just didn't. That no,
1: they were that high. Ethan says, I bet Zach will care about recruiting uh, this time next year when Kiffin has a full year. I definitely will pay a little bit more attention to it.
0: Well, we were going through the years of how many teams were in the top 10. We got the 2016, and Ole Miss was right there, fifth overall. And, Zach, and Zach goes, ooh. Yeah, if
1: you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And then
0: uh, a year later, Hugh Freeze gets caught with a phone. And a and, hooker. And a hooker, and now he's at Liberty. But
1: Jesus still loves him, so he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine.
0: Do you know where Ole Miss is right now?
1: Uh so I do know, this is one thing I do know. When Kiffin was hired, because I made I made a point to figure this out. Ole Miss, when Kiffin, the day he was hired, was thirty-seventh.
0: It's forty first right
1: now. So he's gone the other direction.
0: Well yeah, because he was behind the eight ball. That happens a lot. Uh Vanderbilt, last in the SEC, fifty fifth.
1: Was Missouri above
0: Missouri forty eight. Okay, so Ole Miss forty one. They're still in the
1: same. They're still in the same realm. Arkansas so-
0: thirty eight. Um, and then you've got Mississippi State at twenty seven, and then Kentucky at twenty four. Kentucky's actually doing a pretty good job uh, trying to keep track. South Carolina, awful year for Will Muschamp. Pretty good recruiting class Considering he went Four and eight And he's sitting at 17
1: Well he got the best Recruit didn't yeah, he? Yeah
0: He got the number one guy
1: so, Overall He got one five That'll start. shoot you up the ranks. That definitely helps Well it's like Robert Kimdici. I mean Ole Miss Well that year.
0: 2016 year Was like A bunch of studs
1: Well they had Laramie Tunzel Laquan Treadwell And Robert Kimdichie The 2016 year Was those guys Whatever they were top, the, the top class.
0: Uh, let's look real quick.
1: Those paying uh, high dollar for those. Guys. That, I believe you, that you Look, was, You, you
0: got pay. That was Greg Little, Shea Patterson, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf year.
1: Was the top five. Was
0: the, was the fifth overall in 2016. So Greg Little, Shea Patterson, Benito Jones, all five stars. A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf.
1: Benito Jones, who plays for the Chiefs, just won a Super Bowl.
0: So you got a lot of really good players uh, on that. Um, I think. Bryce Matthews, National Kid, uh, there too. So, I don't know who Benito Jones is. He was one of those five stars that did not make a name like Greg Little. Oh, okay,
1: so never mind. That, that was a different uh, – I do know that it was, Whoever was you – You know that gif of the uh, old Miss player waving on the ground? Yeah. Whoever that guy is, I can't remember his name. He that just, guy just won a Super Bowl. He just won a Super Bowl. But Benito Jones is coming out uh, this, this coming year. All right, guys. So, now we transition to shade. I am really excited about my –
0: I'll let you go last then.
1: Okay. For your shade. That's fair enough.
0: Because I I don't know what yours is going to be. Oh, no,
1: you'll have, you have no idea. I have no clue. It is sick. And mine. It's disgusting. It's, yeah, it's, it's gross. It's nasty. It is, it is the scum of the earth. That's what my shade is. Whoever this terror is should be locked away forever. That's
0: a tease right there, ladies and gentlemen. I have no idea what this is going to be, but first let me tell you guys about Mandu. Mandu is the Pulse of Fitness. One 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five plus hours in the weight room because of full body electronic muscle stimulation and it is for anybody and everybody. It doesn't matter how athletic or how fit you are, Mandu can help you uh, get to that next level with your training. It doesn't matter if you're a washed up athlete, if you've got injuries, if you're a senior citizen, Mandu can literally help anybody because it makes you healthier, makes you stronger without putting any stress on your joints and on your body. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. Also on our Facebook page and on our Instagram, we're giving away four sessions to Mandu. That's great. That's four sessions of electronic muscle stimulation. And for in-body analysis, so you can see what your body needs more of and what it needs less of. We're giving that away on Friday, so go check out those posts on Facebook and Instagram, at A to Z Sports on Instagram, Facebook at A to Z Sports Nashville, to find that out. Mandu.com, your first workout's always free.
1: AZ Sports, we're powered by TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10 for $10 at checkout. Austin, what is your shade? Make sure you comment, we'll read your shade of the week, and this is just where you just throw shade on somebody, because it's been, it's just... It's really grinded your gears.
0: Yeah, so my shade goes along with something that uh, 25-year-old Jeff Rubel actually mentioned earlier in the show. Mark D'Antonio. Like, Mark D'Antonio was a great head coach for Michigan State for 13 years. He won 114 games, the winningest coach in Michigan State history for Sparty. But, like, yesterday, the day before National Signing Day, he just, like, I'm out. I I am I'm, I'm done. Thank you guys. I I, I really appreciate.
1: Did I tell you something?
0: No, well, because he on Gen, on January 15th he cashed a 4.3 million dollar check for longevity pay. <laughs> so you're done, Mark Dantonio? Are you kidding me? Like for all that Michigan State has done for you, you're just like, all right, hold on. Let me just make sure this check clears before I say. Because he gave it two weeks. Let me just make sure this check clears before I say thanks, guys. I'm retired. State or smart. It's shade because Mark D'Antonio should, like he, like, what is Michigan State going to do right now? What, who are they going to hire? Uh, so, uh,
1: I didn't know about that pay. Yeah. I, I didn't know Longevity about that. Longevity
0: pay, $4.3 million that Mark D'Antonio cashed on January
1: 15th. I mean, I, again, you've got to get your money. It's retirement money. But, I, but it's, I, I just, my, it, it feels it's, wrong. But it screamed to me, Chip Kelly, Pete Carroll type stuff, is leave before the sanctions come. Something was done that was not Yeah, there's, right. there's other things that are happening with Michigan State. That's why I felt like he did it.
0: Yeah, and, and then Mark Harris says most Michigan State fans are saying, oh, good, he deserves it, which is definitely weird. Did they hire Fickle already?
1: Uh, did, I, that I, ha- I mean,
0: I did that happen since we've been on the show?
1: I, I have no idea. But it's, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. It's $4, it's $4 million. It, he, it, he, like, earned it. It's not like he, he got it as a bonus. Like He earned that pay. He, he put in hard work, long nights, away from his family, got to a college football playoff, got boat raced by Alabama, won numerous bowl games, winning his coaching program history. He earned that $4 million. Hell, I, I'm, I'm out on this shade. Uh, sixteen. I, I, I'm trying to find this. Luke. Google it. Don't go I, I'm to trying.
0: I'm trying. i my. I get the oh, the wheel spinning of wheel of death. I don't know why because our internet's phenomenal here right now. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, right. Knock on wood for that. Luke Fickle. I don't know if anything happened to Luke Fickle. Um, I, he's just a. He's just a. Kid. He's just a candidate, which would be a great hire, if they if they can get Luke Fickle at this point in time. So I, I don't know what's gonna happen. So. Four point three million dollars and just being like I piece him out here and uh, thanks guys I, I actually I think don't, it's I don't just, like I,
1: it. it's justified. You'd do the same thing. It's bad time. You'd do the same It's day. just You'd do the exact same thing. The fact that you sighed after that, throws your it's shade. Just, I'm throwing shade on you. Shade even, on you for, it's just he's for
0: putting, admitting that you do the same thing about your shade. He's putting his program in yeah. the in a bad situation for his own shade personal gain you, as he walks out man. the door.
1: Shade on you. You can't say you do the same damn thing on the well, person I've, you've thrown yeah, shade I've on. I've yet
0: to make my first million dollars, so
1: I don't know. Well, tells me everything. because Would food you food do food it? Food, like, Duh, yeah. If you would, if you were really adamant about your shade, like I'm about to be, and you'd then, be like, hell no, I then wouldn't do questions it. Questions were asked
0: to D'Antonio in his press conference about that and about uh, the investigation going on with the incident boy, and he was just like, got pissed and was like, this is for celebrating. This is
1: not for those questions. Today is for celebration. The university's got the money. You take the four million dollars ah yeah
0: but but it's just it's
1: after the coaching
0: hire cycle doesn't matter you do it all right that was the contract what is your shade what is your shade because you've built this up you've teased it the scum of the earth what shade do you have today
1: this sick let's just say f i'm gonna read you this two hours into a west jet flight from toronto to montego bay jamaica Passengers had their trip unexpectedly cut short on Monday after a passenger at some point during flight WS-2702 stood up and announced that he had the coronavirus. In the middle of the plane, the plane had to turn back to Canada. They didn't make it to Jamaica because of protocol, because of this hack. I I mean, I want to, I want to cuss because this makes me so upset and I'm going to refrain from saying what I want to say, but this person, this disturbed person, it was, I don't know. This is not a sick joke. It's not a joke. Like they actually had coronavirus. He he said that he had been in China and had contracted the disease. This is panic. This person should be quarantined. You should lock his ass in the bathroom for the remainder of the flight. This is ridiculous. This is what my first thought is. It's like, it's like, and I watch a lot of cops. Yeah, they put on like covers, masks for people that may have like HIV or AIDS suits. Well, they're not (laughs) hazmat suits. They actually put like spit covers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. It's like somebody standing up in the middle of a plane yelling, I have AIDS or I have HIV and just hawking loogies over everybody on the plane. That's comparable. This is ridiculous. My shade ah, is, is this guy, this Canadian sick person that would do this. So, I mean, there's nothing that you can say or do that does not, I mean, disagree with this, this. Is awful. Yeah, it's bad. Orlando, is Orlando says throw him out the window. Uh, throw him out the window. But, no, the problem is you can't. You can't because, because then everybody else is screwed. Right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. But that was a joke from Orlando, obviously. It, but,
1: and and yeah, you, that's pretty bad. The first thing that I thought about was, uh, what is it? Along Came Polly, I think is the movie, when you say you can't say bomb on a plane. He goes bomb, 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 is that bomb. The, is that...
0: When he was Was a
1: risk. Yeah, Ben Stiller was like a risk guy. Well, yeah, he's on the plane and he's like, you can't say bomb. And then they throw him off of the plane because he's like, you can't say bomb. I can say bomb, 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 bomb. And then they toss him out. You can't say you have coronavirus on a plane, whether you do or don't. Like, it doesn't matter. Correct. It's, It's sick. And sadistic. And that's why I describe this guy as the scum of the earth.
0: Somebody sent us a video. I don't know if you saw this on our Facebook page. It was like in a direct message on Facebook. Don't send us those, by the way. I just happened to see this one. But uh, somebody sent us a video... That is meet the Fockers. So different Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> along came Thank Polly, you, though. Hey. I was like, Ben Stiller's character in a best, long, best yeah, please. That, that's our boy Reed, uh, intern Reed, who does a best, great job working with the Best Huck.
1: please meet the Fockers.
0: Uh, but yeah, so because along came Polly, Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller's character was very uh, anti-risk. So that wouldn't have made sense for him to say bomb on the plane. That's right. But uh, that he was a, apparently he was another word
1: that I can't use. Apparently on the
0: back of Lysol cans, <laughs> it says, uh, it has coronavirus written in the fine print of like uh, bacteria and diseases that Lysol can help. It says coronavirus on the back of the Lysol can. Somebody sent us a video on
1: that. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. And, and so they were like, how come coronavirus is this new thing that nobody knows what to deal with? But Lysol has got this on the back of the can uh, already. So I thought that was interesting. So too.
1: here's a question because somebody else came in and said it was meet the parents. So is it meet the Fockers or is it meet the parents? bomb on a plane
0: Ben's, uh meet the parents
1: it is meet the parents yeah, that's what
0: popped up for me in the Google search so two swings
1: well so let's give credit meet the
0: parents playing Alex
1: Alex got that
0: so so Zach swing and miss Reed swing and miss Alex, Alex ding 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 it's okay ding. You didn't strike out <laughs> You got saved
1: uh, saved by Alex alright so guys uh, that is my shade don't be like that guy uh, we've had a great show today we uh we will be back tomorrow for Titans Thursday. Yep. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Like, give our Facebook page a like. we got great content rolling out. It's National Signing Day, as we talked about. Our man Zach Reagan, more writers, will have some great content about Tennessee Volunteers, if Vandy, if something happens to that. All, you, we got you covered. On A to Z Sports Nashville.com. All
0: right, guys, have a great Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Uh, Buck rising live tonight for A to Z Sports primetime. Be ready for that. See you guys later on.
2: Adios.